Oh, well, hello, everyone. Uh, we got the recording started. And um, once again, I'm Mark Howard, and welcome to our uh, teleseminar. Uh, man, it's so good for me to be back. Uh, I took a break for two months, and it's, I'm just really happy to be back doing our teleseminars. Welcome to all of you who joined us today, uh, and hope uh, that you're enjoying your summer. So um, what will happen is I'm going to talk for a little bit on our topic today, maybe about 25 minutes or so, um, and then I'm going to open up to hear if you have any thoughts you want to share, either about today's topic or really anything that um, uh, you've had some uh, insights to about the principles. So... Um, Again, the whole spirit of this when I started the, the teleseminars was to make it like a town hall meeting, you know, how they do politically. So uh, I really do uh, invite and um, would love for people to share whatever it is that uh, you're hearing, either about, the, again, the teleseminar or about the principles. Now, to do that, uh, you want to press star uh, two on your um, phone, and I will see that uh, you want to say something, and I will uh, connect you. But we'll, I'll remind you about that as well as we um, get to that part. So I'm just going to share a bit of um, um, what I'm thinking about in terms of this topic, and then we'll um, connect with all of you um, if you want to share anything. So... Um, Again, welcome to you all. Um, and again, at the end, um, I'll let you know about how you can uh, get the recording and where to go if you have further questions and you want to connect with me. Okay, so um, this topic for today, um, it's just love and understanding, is very dear to me uh, in that... Um, uh, I've always um, could could understand what Sid meant uh, in advising us to look toward love and understanding. When um, listening to Sidney Banks, particularly in the early times with him, but you know, again, whenever he talks, he's talking at a very spiritual level. So it isn't about getting something intellectually. But, you know, throughout a talk, he might give some things to us that are easier to put into practice. And when he would talk to talk about it's just love and understanding, uh, that made sense to me because I can do that. So I just wanted to share this with you today because I really do think that's the, that's the kind of feeling um, you want to move toward. Uh, the feeling, this feeling of love, which really is, um, you know, the pure energy of these, uh, these, these uh, principles. You know, the spiritual energy gets manifested in us, and I, and I really, I really believe it's love. It's the feeling of love. Now, this feeling of love is not something you really can describe. It's, it's kind of a, a consciousness and, it's just this beautiful, beautiful feeling that you are in that manifests within you. So you are the feeling of love. And uh, it's just another way of saying that you are the principles. You are this energy. Um, it isn't a love where um, it's coming from the outside because you're with a certain person or circumstances and so forth are making you feel love. This is your true essence is to be in this feeling. Um, and so, again, if it's your true essence, then it's always there. You always have access to it. And for me, um, not having a, a sense of Sid is talking spiritually, I get a feeling of what he's saying, but I... But when he says it's love and understanding, I could get a feeling of, 
of what that is within me. I've been there is kind of a way to say it, you know. I've been there. But we're looking deeper, you know, to just your spiritual essence, which is this pure feeling of love. And there's really not much thinking about anything while you're in that feeling. And it's this consciousness, this space within us that's beautiful. Now, again, as you reach that space, you're going to be creating thought because that's what we do. And you'll probably see love around you uh, in other living things or um, a, a human being or with someone you're in a loving relationship with. You'll see that. It'll manifest outside to you um, connecting this love with the connections you have to all living things. Uh, But it's not really coming from there. It's coming from your expression of your true essence, which is love. So there's a story I've heard. It's it's like third hand. I didn't hear it from from Sid, Sid Banks at all, but... Uh, uh, when Sid um, had first uh, had experiences that led up to the deeper experience where he he saw the nature of the principles, um, he talked about um, realizing something of thought, and that had him for three days being filled with the feeling of love. And he talks about it. He says, you know, he didn't sleep at all that time and just was filled with love. Um, and that corrected his past, uh, and uh, he had forgiveness of his past, acceptance of himself. Um, but the story goes that during this period, um, uh, he was walking with a friend on Salt Spring Island, and he leaned over and, and told his friend, "You've got to really hold me back because I want to go and hold and hug every person I see." And that's the feeling of love in, in manifesting through us. Um, we really do feel the connection to other human beings and can feel the love for them. Um, but again, it's within you. It is you. It is the expression of you. You're, as um, Chip, Chipman and Elsie Spittle say, your true self the energy that we we have talked about on other teleseminars of mind. Um, so you never lose it, see? You never lose it. Uh, you're born fully in it, and you never lose it, and there are levels and levels to evolve into deeper feelings of, of this love. Um, so it's one of the things that... Uh, when I have the the pleasure of working with couples now and really helping them in their relationships, um, usually by the time they come to me, they've been convinced that they don't have love anymore in this relationship. Um, but, you know, I know that it's there because both human beings in this relationship are love, are love. And... Uh, finding that with another person um, is just something you're blessed with. It's just you're feeling the love in you and then you can see it in other people, in this other person, and you deepen the connection with them. But what happens, as it happens with all of us, is uh, thoughts get in the way of continuing to live in that feeling. So... For some relationships, when couples get caught up in fault-finding and having negative opinions of each other and being, being judgmental, which, uh, which people can get into, but when they really begin to live within that thinking and the reality it creates about the other person, it blocks that feeling. Uh, people don't uh, live in that feeling because this thinking takes precedent. Um, and even when the feeling of love manifests in their minds, after they've been living in uh, really a lot of uh, 
of troubling thoughts about their partner, judgmental thoughts and so forth, even when that love manifests as a thought of forgiveness or a thought of being grateful for this person in your life or um, a thought of compassion, of having understanding for this person, uh, given that person is living in all of those those uh, those negative thoughts, we'll just call them negative thoughts, um, they don't listen to that love that's being expressed. Um, so that's how it's blocked. So they come in to see me and are trying to convince me that there isn't any further any love in their relationship. However, the beauty of this, of what we are, is that if couples are open to listening and they begin to reflect on the nature of the principles and how the way they're using thought to look at their partner is uh, impeding the feeling of love and they're open to considering that and reflecting on that, it starts to, to produce change. And... Um, and so couples will come back in several sessions and talk about how they're they're getting the feeling back for each other, or they'll talk about the manifestation of it in some way where they they were able to um, have compassion for their partner, um, or give them a break, um, or forgive them, or let the love they have inside of them guide them rather than their uh, judgmental thinking. So that's the beauty of, uh, of understanding the principles and being open to understanding the principles that when people understand where their experience is coming from, um, they can open up to the deeper essence of what we truly are. So um, this is the value of seeing that love, that what we're calling love, this energy of our essence, is really in us and um, isn't coming from the outside of us. Now, we can express that love to another person and enjoy them and feel the deeper connection we have to them because we have a spiritual connection to everyone and we can begin through the feeling of love, have thoughts of another person where we want more to, to be more with them or enjoy them or we can, in the feeling of love, <clears throat> excuse me, appreciate them and, um, and so enjoy them and feel the deeper connection and have the feeling of understanding and love with someone. But if it is within us and we never lose it. Um, we can only create obstacles in it manifesting within us by the way we use the beautiful power we have to think. So I think I've used this example before, but it's coming to mind for me today. Again, it's just a real simple uh, example of how easily um, how our thinking get in the way of the feeling. So as I've been mentioning to some of you on other teleseminars who've been with me or who I am now mentoring, um, I may have shared this story, but it, it really share, explains this point. You know, it's like uh, I walk now a lot for exercise. I walk around my neighborhood. My neighborhood has a small little park with a creek in it. It's a really beautiful area. And I listen to Sydney Banks uh, while I'm walking. And so this day in particular, I am listening to him and I just get filled with this deep feeling and I'm feeling connected to nature and in the feeling of love and uh, just really in a deep feeling as I'm walking. And I see a person walking toward me on this narrow path and I start thinking, Who's going to move first, this person or me, you know? And I think, and I keep going, I say, wait a minute here, I'm here first. This person should be moving, and they're not, you know? And finally, I move out of the way, and I'm in, I'm annoyed, I'm bothered. 
And then, uh, which is so beautiful again, about having an understanding of the principles, it occurs to me after I pass this person, I'm filled with bother about, about this person, it occurs to me, wow, Mark, look where your thinking took you. And again, with that recognition, I could drop it and come back to the feeling. So that's the beauty of understanding the principles is that you can wake up to how you're using thought and with your free will decide to go back to a better feeling or better thinking, I guess, is another way of saying it. But this is just a story about how easy it is that um, our thinking could come in and block this beautiful state of consciousness of love. So it's pure, it, and it's the feeling that uh, we uh, were born to live in. And again, innocently, as we are born and we live our lives and develop, we're taught to um, think in ways that get in the way of, of this beautiful, beautiful feeling that's in us. But, but you see, when I've heard Sid say it's love and understanding, that helps me because when I'm a bit lost, even if I'm not in that feeling, you know, I'm just living my day and it's a nice day and I'm just enjoying the day uh, and I get lost in my thinking, I can remember it's just love and understanding and go back to that. I can go back to that. And that's the beauty of us in being able to remember and recognize what, how we're, how we're uh, living the principles. So that's a little piece on love, and we'll talk about it later uh, in the second half of our teleseminar if you, if you all want to share some things too. But I also wanted to focus on the understanding piece. Now, this is just me, okay? This is just my take when I hear Sid say it's just love and understanding. You'll have your own take, so, uh, but I just want to make sure that these are just my thoughts. They're coming from my uh, gaining some understanding of what I think love and understanding means. But you just take them to see if they make some sense for you um, and listen your way to Sid and you'll find your own meaning to what it, what love and understanding means by what he's saying. That's very important. You find your own way and when you have your way, you live that. But... The understanding piece, there's many ways to look at the understanding piece, but I've recently uh, listened to Sidney Banks on a tape, and I think this is what's helpful for me about it just love and understanding. The understanding piece is to hear what he says that all of us, all of us are, are, are the same. We're going about our day um, using thought and consciousness to create a reality we're living in. We're all doing that moment to moment. Um, and you want to, uh, this is my take on it, uh, the understanding piece is to have that understanding for all people in life. Every human being in life and actually all living things in life are using thought and consciousness and creating a reality they're living in in this moment. And we're all the same, meaning we're all connected to that, to those, to that energy that allows us to do this and we're all doing that. However, because of, of uh, the individual levels of consciousness everybody lives in and the free will people have, everybody is creating a different reality. And that's why you have so many different behaviors coming your way every day when you're uh, involved with other people or you're in relationship to other people. But the understanding you want is where that's coming from. See, because if you have understanding for that, it makes it impersonal. That doesn't mean you have to like people's behavior. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to be okay with people's actions. Um, it doesn't mean that you wouldn't stop people who are at low levels of consciousness creating harmful realities. 
um, it's not about that. It's about what's going on inside of you and your consciousness. And if you under have understanding that that person's behavior is the result of um, thought and consciousness uh, coming through them in their way, it's an impersonal thing then. Even if it's directed to you, it's still an impersonal thing, given that um, they're, they're just creating this, they're just creating their, their reality of you through the way they're thinking, and that's, that's where the behavior is coming from. So, the depth of that understanding protects us. It protects us from uh, taking it personal. It helps us there not take it personal and to see it for just what it is and to, to again, back us up into the fact that all of us are connected doing the same thing. Again, remember, it doesn't mean you like it. It doesn't mean you um, uh, don't ask for someone to be different with you, but you'll do it with understanding rather than with judgments or... Um, uh, an emotional reaction. Um, and this is really valuable to see because um, I keep seeing this deeper and deeper. Um, but it, it, it's the understanding piece that I think Sid talks about with love and understanding. And if you have the deep feeling of love, you have this understanding for people. You see that they couldn't do anything other than what they're doing given the thinking they're in. And more often than not, when you understand that, you have this deep feeling of love simultaneously. And so you're more likely to be generous. The understanding and the love comes out as generosity, maybe helping them along or just uh, listening to them. Um, or as sometimes I've, recently been helping some people individually with their uh, anger and they've been talking as they're getting more understanding for this point um, they just don't engage their judgments so uh, their judgment will show up but they don't engage it anymore and um, and so um, as a result of that they can be more understanding and um, and generous to the person it's really deeply moving to get into this essence of love and understanding. Um, I shared this on a recent webinar, but when I first started to listen to Sydney Banks, and I was um, a couple of months into um, listening to him talk, and it, it was making me feel a lot better. I was uh, a very, um, what would you say, kind of a judgmental person. I was a nice guy, but I was judgmental a lot. And um, and I would think my way is the right way. And so I was working at this medical center and we would have um, weekly uh, staff meetings to go over things together, about 90 minutes. And we had about uh, 30 staff, psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, uh, so forth, right? And um, when they would talk prior to my having uh, connected with Sydney Banks and started to uh, have some insights into what he was talking about and deeper feelings, I would, whenever one of my colleagues would share uh, an approach, I would debate it. Um, uh, not every meeting, but quite a bit. So, um, but it came from being judgmental about him, you know. Um, but as I was starting to hear and listen to Sydney Banks, I became calmer, you know. And uh, I remember succinctly that this one staff meeting, after a couple of months um, with the understanding little that I had at the time uh, of what Sydney Banks was pointing to, it occurred to me in the meeting that, um, well, these colleagues of mine, they're just doing the best they can given how they are looking at things, given what they've learned, their thinking, right? 
given what they've learned, how they see it, it's best to help people, it, that thinking is being tra- – I didn't see it this way. I'm just kind of <laughs> embellishing it here on the call. What I saw was they're just doing the best they can because they want to help somebody. That's all. They just want to help somebody. So this is what the way they've learned to do it, and that's what they're doing. And it changed my whole inner relationship to them. And it, it, honestly, it actually stopped my being judgmental. And my heart went out to my colleagues, and um, I was a different person in staff meetings, really. I just listened to people and um, tried to see the grain of truth in what they were saying um, and um, and just talked with them regularly, you know. And uh, And that led to, I think, a few months later, one of my colleagues came up to me and wanted to know what I was learning because she has seen that I've changed. Okay, the story is really just sharing uh, the power of moving into a consciousness of love and understanding. In that staff meeting, it isn't like I had a strategy. I wasn't thinking, well, how can I be better in a staff meeting but living more with understanding and my insights into the principles, what little they were at the time, uh, sitting there all of a sudden, I got, um, I got something from this wisdom, something from this love and understanding. And I could understand the colleagues, my colleagues who are human beings doing the same thing I am creating a reality of the moment through thought and consciousness. And 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 I and that's what I've seen as I keep moving to love and understanding, a more more wisdom comes to me. Um, it doesn't come to me when I'm in that ju- like that judgmental frame. I couldn't see anything new there because uh, that was it. I did all I could, you know, given the thinking I was, I had learned. I'm still, there was nothing more that can uh, help me out with seeing more. I was just judgmental. This is wrong. But when I moved to love and understanding, there's so much more to see all the time about how to be. Because as Sidney Banks again said, uh, um, in the feeling of love is wisdom. In that feeling of love is wisdom. And I've seen that to be true. So when I head back into love and understanding and live in there and find that again within me, um, I usually see something new. Uh, um, I don't mean it's a huge thing, but it's a nice thing and it helps with uh, going about life a little wiser. I share that with my couples who are having a lot of difficulty with one another. I do, if it seems to fit, and I've shared it a lot, that the reason I tell them we're going to be talking about you finding love again with each other is because when both of you are in that feeling together, that's where your wisdom will come to you. And it will come to you to solve the the things you're seeing now as troubles. And and they will listen to that. They may not be able to manifest that yet, but they'll listen to that. But that's the other beautiful thing about uh, looking at life through love and understanding um, is that there's wisdom there. When you have the feeling of love love within you, uh, this deep, um, I don't know, calm, well-being, there's wisdom that will be there. Um, one more thing. If you look at pure essence, it's nothing. It's formless. In the feeling of love, we've already labeled it something, so we're making it something. But this pure love, this moment of deep feeling, manifests in us through thought. And it will manifest with within through us in different ways. I've already talked about it 
in terms of uh, generosity. Um, so you're uh, understanding that somebody is uh, taking long to help you out. You understand that their their thinking is creating this way that they're acting right now, and you kind of get some insight that they're probably insecure or nervous. Once you have that understanding, you help them out. You're generous. Uh, you're not judgmental about them, which would only lead to their getting more and more nervous. It can um, manifest as compassion, uh, seeing uh, what someone's up against. Um, it helps a lot in love relationships to see at times what your partner's up against. Um, and that helps a great deal in you moving to generosity. I remember um, an Oprah show when she first started to have Phil, uh, Dr. Phil on. And Dr. Phil did a uh, workshop with couples for one of Oprah's shows. And there was this couple on there that um, when the husband came home from a long day at work, he wanted hugs from his wife. And uh, but his wife, um, uh, when he showed up, just wanted to say hello and get um, dinner ready. You see, um, now, now, with understanding, I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong here. With understanding of what this husband's up against coming home, meaning that. The husband might be up against um, stressful thinking, a really tough day, uh, uh, really troubled. If you can have that understanding of the thinking they're in and why they might ask for a hug, it will drop you into love and understanding and you, you are likely to be generous. You're likely to give a hug. Not that whatever one, I'm not talking about it being right or wrong. I'm just kind of giving it as a story. So when you have compassion, you're more likely to feel a connection with someone's humanness. And that connection with someone's humanness will move you maybe to be helpful or generous. There's also gratitude that it, it can manifest into, that love can manifest into. Just feeling blessed for your life or having somebody in your life like this or blessed for your children if you have children. You see? Now, now the feeling isn't coming from the children. It's coming from you. But then you could get the bigger picture of how blessed you are that these people are in your life. So this... Deep feeling of love has the opportunity to manifest through you, through thought. Everything is manifested through thought in many different forms. And so when couples come in to see me who have had a lot of difficulties with each other and they start to, in the room, show tenderness. Like I just had this couple that we're, we're really fighting with one another, uh, really yelling at one another. And after a couple of weeks um, in the room, they held each other's hands. All, all of a sudden, just spontaneously, they held each other's hands. And I wanted to point that out to them, what that feeling is that they were having. And we talked about the feeling that they got into at that moment of holding hands, which was love. And it manifested in terms of um, this feeling of connection and, and being, being they just wanted to tell each other they're here for them. Now, um, now, I wanted to show them this because when couples are having difficulties and love starts to break through their consciousness where they can use it, they won't really notice it. They'll be noticing it for a moment, but then they'll go back to their habits. 
So I like to help people notice when they're starting to manifest love again. And, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. When we do this for a couple of sessions and it starts to expand, you know, I can joke with them about, hey, I thought you both were telling me love was gone and here you are manifesting it all over the place, you know. So it's just beautiful to see that. And all I'm saying with some of these stories is that when you move in the direction of love and understanding, there's wisdom there to guide you and it will manifest through thought in different ways. And you want to just look at that. One more thing before I open it up. I know I'm covering a lot with you. I hope you can stay with me. But there's a lot here to share. There's a lot here to share. If you know that um, love gets manifested in different ways, then you're more open to see the people around you sharing that with you in their way. This is a beautiful point because... When love is, when someone is uh, truly getting a, in, in the consciousness of love in the moment, it'll come through them and it'll manifest their way. So maybe for some people, um, love comes out as generosity in terms of doing it, doing things for somebody they love, rather than demonstrating it um, by hugs or by cuddles or or anything like that. Whereas for somebody else, when they're in that consciousness of love, it manifests in terms of um, of hugging or holding a hand or putting an arm around someone. Now, when you have eyes for uh, love being manifested around you, coming through different realities, you'll be able to feel the love that's being given to you. Rather than overlooking it, um, because it's not looking like how you think love should be expressed to you. You see? That's, again, a really important thing to see, because if you are open to this, you'll see it everywhere you will see a um, service person in the feeling of love. You'll see, um, I don't know, uh, everywhere you go in the day, you, if, if people, you'll be able to be open to people who are in that feeling. Have you ever been out and about and maybe go into a store and you're talking to a clerk and all of a sudden you're having this really great feeling of conversation that's the feeling. That's it. Um, so another piece of this is, is love is all around you. But we get kind of limited in terms of seeing it because we have ways in which uh, love should be expressed to us. And we miss um, when it's being expressed all around in different ways. Well, um, I touched briefly on some of these points, but... I, I wanted to um, share with you uh, this deeply, deeply meaningful um, essence of love and understanding. Um, I want to stop because I want to check in with all of you. We have a lot of callers today. And uh, I would love to hear from all of you. And I want to give time to hear from a few of you. So if you'd like to share something... Um, either about today's talk or something about the principles you're you're noticing, hit star two on your on your phone. And I'll see that and I'll um, invite you to talk. I'll open it up for you. So uh, I would love to hear from you. It doesn't matter. Um, anything you'd like to share about what you've been realizing about the principles or a question you have about what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying made sense to me. I'm not sure all of it made sense to everyone on the call. Uh, but feel free to share or ask a question. Just hit start to. Okay, there is someone here from uh, Philadelphia. Hello? Yeah, I'm, 
Yeah, hi, Mark. It's Chris. Oh, hi, Chris. How are you today? Doing well. Hey, a couple of things. Um, I first wanted to share that um, I came across a four-part series on the web of the Sydney Bank lectures, the Long Beach lectures, and I found those really good. It's a, They're actually free on a site, and I just wanted to pass that along in case anyone had not already seen that. They were really good to see um, videos of, of him conducting these half-hour lectures and uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Well, Chris, thanks for sharing that. Um, I know those are around, but I didn't know there was a site to see them free. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then second, I just wanted to chime in when you were saying about um, understanding. Um, I'm wondering, does, does that even go a level deeper to an acceptance where you had mentioned, you know, knowing that other people are doing the best that they can based on their thinking um, instead of the best they can based on your thinking, right? So yeah. having the acceptance yeah. to know that helps you then open up and not be so judgmental. Yeah, you're right on. That that is a, that is true. That is also a deeper aspect of understanding. You're right, and that's a beautiful um, distinction. Um, that you see that they're going about it their way, given their thinking, rather than your way. <laughs> you know, from your judgmental thinking. So that's beautiful, Chris. That's right on. Yeah. See, that would be like um, something we see from touching understanding in us. See, this understanding and so forth and love is kind of formless energy and then we, it manifests through us and some of these um, ideas and thoughts we're having and insights into it. And uh, your insight is right on. That would be, to me, what, what one of the pure, pure forms of understanding is to see it that way. Yeah. And and um, I, actually, in one of the those Long Beach lectures that I mentioned, um, he actually says that he talks about divine mind, and I think you've touched on that in the past too. And he says when divine mind is when personal thoughts go to sleep and divine thought takes its place. And I thought that was really, really positive, and you can kind of appreciate that for situations like that where you can see the best in someone else instead of being it just your personal thoughts getting in the way. Yes, again, beautifully said, Chris, and it sounds like it's really been meaningful to you. I can hear that in the way you share. Um, Yeah, it was another way today of what I was saying that this pure love uh, when... um, the thoughts that you have that are obstacles to it leave, it manifests. It's trying to manifest. I mean, it can't not manifest because that's what you truly are. But you really hear it more when your own thoughts go to sleep or you drop your being judgmental. So if you drop your being judgmental, like with your example, you will move into what we might call acceptance which is, again, the feeling of love and understanding being expressed in a certain way, which we call acceptance. But it's still the same feeling, right? But it's because we move judgment out of our minds. So beautiful, Chris. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, So uh, anybody else have something to, to share or a question you have? about today's uh, teleseminar. If you do, just press um, star two and it'll come up. Well, there's so many of you on here. Um, um, uh, And I wanted us to have kind of like this a town hall meeting feel to the to our teleseminars. Um, I would really oh there we go. See if I keep talking, I know I would kind of pressure somebody in. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
Uh, is this Betty? Yes. Hi, Mark. Um, oh, I hi, just Betty. Wanted... Hi, Mark. How are you? Good. Good. I... How are you doing today? I I just I didn't really have a, a a question or a comment on what you said today. I just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the knowledge and wisdom that you've been imparting to me for quite a while now, and I've just been kind of listening as a silent partner. So I wanted to just voice my profound appreciation. I get so much out of your talks. I listen to them over and over again. Sometimes I just lie down on the sofa and put a recording on speakerphone and just let it let it sink in. I listen to them multiple times, the same one, and always hear something new every time I listen. And I've just gotten so much so much joy and wisdom out of out of your teaching. Today was a perfect example. I, I plan to go back as soon as it's going to be uploaded, go back and just listen to it again, knowing that I will just hear new and deeper things every time I listen to it. So particularly in the spiritual yeah. aspect, the spiritual yeah. aspect of the principles, you just have a very, very wonderful handle on that on that part of it that really speaks to me, and I just wanted to say thank you. Well, Betty, thank you so much. Um, uh, it touches my heart, and it uh, is why I started uh, these teleseminars. Um, uh, so, uh, so thank you so much for that. And um, again, you know, as Chris mentioned, if you get opportunities as well to listen to Sid the same way, it will it will have a lot of impact on you, and yeah, you know, I I um, I must say that um, if you keep your if you just keep listening and you you just keep pointing yourself toward the principles, you'll get a deep sense of their spiritual nature as well. Um, mm-hmm. But thank you so much for sharing that, Betty. Betty, before you go and listen to today's tape, was there anything in what we talked about together uh, today uh, that uh, stood out for you or made sense to you? Uh, Yeah, in particular, I've been mulling over the idea of looking for love everywhere, looking for love in in the wrong places and the right places and everything in between. Like there, you know, that there's no wrong place to look for love, in other words. There, or right place to look for love, and it can manifest in just millions of different ways. And, if, and I think, like, bearing in mind what you said, I'm hoping that I will be able to, you know, to really hold hold that in my thoughts and just be more aware that love is everywhere, not just to somebody, not just in, you know, like the the kind of hallmark moments where somebody comes up and says, I love you, or some, or something obvious like that. But everywhere all the time, like you said, in those everyday moments of a transaction in a store or even something that might seem negative, that you think sometimes I have a negative, what, what on the surface of it looks like a negative interaction with somebody, but I can I can perceive that they really do love me. They're just, that's the best way they know how to express it. But they really do. There is love underneath there if I'm looking. It depends on what I'm looking for. If I'm looking for the antagonism, it certainly will be there. But if I'm looking a little deeper, there's going to be – sometimes I've, uh, the way you could see it is like, why would they be talking to me if, if they didn't love me? They obviously <laughs> love me because they're spending their time on me, even if they don't – they're not aware of it probably. But I can – if you look deeply enough, I think probably you could see it everywhere all the time because isn't don't we live in a world of love and wisdom isn't that what it's all about isn't that doesn't that keep everything going and the planet spinning and all that i mean i think so i think so and i think that's what sid said is that that's that's what that's the currency of the universe is love and i also really like what you said about once you experience love then you can find wisdom you're not going to find wisdom and hatred antagonism or self-defense or any of that stuff that you could find wisdom once you have love then you can and you can hopefully you can find wisdom through love well again those are beautiful words and um 
um, beautiful uh, that I could tell the feeling you're in as you're seeing this. Um, and, you know, again, it's the best that I can see that um, the essence of the spiritual energy um, is something we call love. And it's a consciousness in us that when we're deeply there, when we are really deeply there, it's just filled with this feeling. And it's not about us. You know, when we're in that space, it's not really about us. We're not thinking, oh, I need more of this or, uh, you know, what am I like? There's no thought of us. We're kind of, again, it's kind of an impersonal feeling of this deep, deep feeling we're, we're calling love that really is the, is really the feeling that we get of connection to life, to this energy. And, um, it's in everyone, uh, because everyone is mind. Everyone is a part of mind. And even if you're looking at somebody giving you a tough time, if you see, if you truly, I'm not saying you do this as a strategy, it won't work. But if you keep your eyes open to try to see that they are love too, um, it will, that will, you will handle them differently. And they will feel something different than uh, what may normally be the case when they antagonize people. That's what they're up to. I don't know. You know, but it's true. If you can, what what understanding you have manifests. It, people feel that. People feel the level of understanding you have for their truth. No matter what um, is being shown, whatever form is being shown. Um, and and I, I saw that... Uh, uh, in the fact that um, five days a week um, for six to seven hours a day, I was seeing people who were in their worst state of mind, right? Most of the time, at least initially when I saw when I initially saw them. And, um, and uh, you know, you, you know, if you look at what their troubled thinking is forming, you treat them a certain way. But if you know that they are mind and that it's about uh, helping them wake up uh, this wisdom in them, you see them another way. And so it has impact how you see them. And if you see their form, whether it's um, antagonism or depression, whether it's um, anger or criticism, whether it's joy or whatever, you know, and you react just to that, that's a different way of of seeing people. But if you see to their true essence that they are love, that they are mind, um, you're different with them. And they will gravitate to that because people are looking for that. Um we, you know, what, what I've seen, you all can kind of think about this yourselves, but what I have seen in relationships is what people want from each other, what they're striving for, even though it may be um, the wrong way to do it. They want understanding from their partner. They want to feel the understanding of their humanness from their partner. Now, they may not consciously know this. This is just what I'm what I've taken from it in seeing so many couples through the years, that once they receive understanding of their humanness, that they are uh, mind, that they are up against something, um, they, fe- they feel uh, love for their partner. That calms them down. So when people are in troubled states of mind, they're looking for the life preserver back to uh, their uh, love and understanding. And you coming to them in whatever way you show up, whether it's in a store or to your loved one, and if you could find in the moment understanding for uh, their humanness, their, their being in the state of mind, their being caught up in thought, 
that's the life preserver leading them back to their foundation, to to their getting their bearings back. They'll feel that. They really will. They'll feel that just as they'll feel somebody taking their form and reacting to their form. Most people get defensive because people are taking the form personally and reacting to it. Um, people get less defensive with human beings who have an understanding deep in them for what this other person is up against or what this person truly is. I don't know, I kind of went, went off there on a, on the side. I hope that was, I hope that was, that made sense to people. So we have one more person here who would like to share and, um, we'll get you in there. It's, um, David, is it David? Hello? Is that, is that from Portland or? Yes, from Portland. Oh, it's, it, this is Jane. My husband is David, so it must have come up that oh. way. Yeah, hi Jane. Hello. Thank you, Mark, for doing this call. Um, my question is, is uh, I get the sense that you do a daily practice of some kind, which is the walking and listening to Sid. Is that, I'm trying to search for a practice that deepens my understanding of the principles and doing a lot of reading, but I'm wondering what else you might or what works for you. Um, I don't have it in my mind um, uh, as a practice because there are, day, there are days I don't want to listen to Sid and I'm walking, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so I, but I don't have it as a practice, but I do have it that, um, uh, that's who I'm listening to and reading. And I've been doing that solely. In, I, I mean, I've done that my whole life in the principles, but in the last three years or so, I'm just, you know, like if I go, um, if I'm, you know, I like to read before I go to sleep. So sometimes I'm reading a novel and sometimes I'll read The, the Missing Link or The Enlightened Gardener uh, or this, um, it's a new book out uh, called The Island of Knowledge uh, by Linda Quiring, Q-U-I-R-I-N-G, The Island of Knowledge. Uh, there was a copy of it <clears throat> that went around a long time ago that I keep reading, but now she's got it published and it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, presentation of Sid's uh, teachings in the in the very early days. Um, but Jane, what I do is uh, just listen to him, and um, I don't listen a long time because I get filled up, you know, uh, within twenty twenty minutes, fifteen minutes of listening to him. But I try to do that. I really try to do that. But I, it's not really a practice. It's just when it feels, but but I'm listening to him or reading him, uh, reading his books, uh, maybe three times a week, four times a week. You see, yeah, because because that's he's he's he will wake it up for you. Great, on a, thank you. On another note, uh, Linda Guerling just came out with Beyond Beliefs, the Lost Teachings yeah. of Sydney Banks, and I've got a copy yeah. of that. And it's very powerful, too. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay, Jane. Well, thanks for that. Um, I'm, I'm uh, thankful that you shared. And the three of you that shared today was really nice hearing from you. And I really love that because uh, the other thing I've noticed, and some of you may have noticed it, too, on some of the other teleseminars, some of the times when people have shared, it's really... Uh, been meaningful to other people and today's no exception so we're coming to a close so i just want to share a few things all of you should be getting an email with the link um, to the teleseminars uh, but but if you'd like to listen to all of them they're on my teleseminar page of my website my website is www threeprinciplesinstitute.org threeprinciplesinstitute.org but the link this time is going to share 
that you can also listen to these teleseminars on uh, uh, iTunes, and I've got uh, a podcast now on iTunes, or on SoundCloud, which is a music uh, uh, technology. So that'll be sent to you. Um, the other thing, uh, uh, if you're interested, I'm starting a class in September for people who might be presenting the principles to uh, a group setting, whether it's a meetup, whether it's in their home, whether it's officially in a clinic or a coaching practice. And if any of you are interested in that, it's a four-session class, uh, you can email me at um, Dr. Mark Howard, drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Okay, everyone. Uh, great to be back with you all. It was a great call, and thanks for sharing with us. And um, I'll be back with you again next month. Have a good month and the rest of your summer. Enjoy it as much as you can. Take care, everyone. Talk with you later. The conference is now completed. Goodbye.